The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party happening April the 1st at 7.30 p.m. The SGP will be at the Ice House in Los Angeles, so come hang out with the crew. All the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Welcome in to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod via Gomez, and finally, finally, the books give us some truck series odds. But Cody, you and I have had extensive conversations over the last couple of hours on this, and I gotta tell you, I almost wish they didn't at this point. Because let's just let's just be fair and tell you that these truck odds that we found are about as rough as you can get, Cody, and I, for one, am sick looking. Yeah, okay, so they're not all horrible because I've got two things specifically that I really love and found a couple others that that are worth betting on. But my text to to Rod this afternoon was, uh, truck lines this this week make me want to puke. (laughs) There's just not much for options. What there is for options isn't great. If you go to one specific book, they've got... (laughs) Riddle me this, Rod. Uh, they have, let me pull it up here, but Kyle Bush in the truck series to finish in the top three is at minus 500. <laughs> and to finish in the top five is only minus 300. Uh... <laughs> uh, math again, maybe not always my strong suit, but <laughs> something doesn't seem to be correct there. I don't. Uh, uh... I don't fully understand that, but that's kind of, I guess the lack of uh, attention or whatever the hell that's been given to uh, to the trucks this week. But don't tune out. No, <laughs> we no, do no, have, no, 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 <laughs> I've got one thing I'm basically putting the mortgage on this weekend and a couple of other bets that I really like. I think we can have a solid weekend. We did decide because, you know, just to be honest, to cut back, we're not going to give out as many bets as we normally do because we're not going to give you bets that we don't like or that don't make sense. And if we can't find stuff, then that's not what we're here for. We're not just just spitting stuff out to spit stuff out. So we narrowed the card down a little bit, but found the ones we like, found the ones that we feel have good value, and we can still start the week off strong with a nice, uh, a nice smaller truck. Yeah, we sifted through the refuge or the refuse re- refuge. Re- we sifted through the crap. To find some good stuff for you, and uh, by God, we did find at least a couple of good nuggets for you. So, yes, um, I- I'd be willing to put, obviously, you know, my my backing on these picks. But again, it was it was it was bad, man. The the landscape was just horrid, and so to find the ones that we found, I think are are going to be uh, fun to cheer for, giving you enough to cheer for in this truck race. So, um, yeah, it'll start the weekend off uh, right for you, I think. Yeah, and, and I mean, to the point we've been making all week so far on all the shows, if, if you've not listened, obviously, to Cup or Xfinity, we did those earlier this week and waited on the trucks, but go back and listen to those. But, I, I mean, we do think maybe it's going to be a pretty chalky week. Um, we do think that that it's going to be very top-heavy, and maybe this is the books agreeing with us, and 
they don't want to get burned too bad. So I guess, uh, yeah, they're scared or something, but, uh, we still found some good stuff, got some good stuff to talk about. Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be, and man, I got, I got one I'm unloading on Rod. I think I know exactly which one that one is, (laughs) uh, but I will say this. So we, we talked a lot about it too, with the cup and the Xfinity series race, there's no cautions. There's no stage cautions. So like they'll throw the green and white checkered flag to end the stage, but no one has to come in. There's no, no, they're not going to bunch the field back up again. So again, if you only listen to one episode of these a week, uh, you probably didn't get it, but the fact that they're, they're throwing, they're throwing the green and white, but they're not throwing the yellow. So we could see, and and so one truck in particular on a, on a three mile track, Kyle Busch could lap the entire field. Well, this is what I'm saying, <laughs> and that's why we're talking about the the one person we think is going to run away with this. And if that is the case, then get ready because these head to heads, these top fives, these uh, whatever else we got going on for you is is going to be a good play because if we're predicting an F1 style takeaway of of one driver then you should have some other things to cheer for during that race. Yeah, exactly. And I think it was uh, Steve Letarte that I heard today talking about it. Uh, But you go back and you look at the Cup Series race at Road America, even with the caution break at stage two, um, then you go to the end of the race and Tyler Reddick and Chase Elliott battled it out at the end and crossed the line one, two there. It was 26 seconds from Chase Elliott back to Kyle Larson in third place. Uh, and Road America would be the most comparable track to Coda as well. So, and that's with the built-in stage caution at the end. Uh, and, and you know, again, maybe we get these late race cautions. Maybe everything goes goes to hell. We've talked about that this week. But the way that we're we're going to take this on is, is everything's going to be very straightforward. Going to be very few cautions. It's going to be so spread out that that it's going to lead to to cleaner racing and. Yeah, maybe somebody will strategy something out of it and, and make something work, but a lot of tire wear on this track, not really going to be a fuel window, depending depending on when cautions fall. And that'll be, I mean, this is going to be old school. This is what racing looked like before 2017 when we went to stages, right? So it, it'll be interesting to watch and, and fun still. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely changes the angle of betting for sure. And, and I think in our favor, if... <laughs> If everything falls correctly, I think that we could look back and be like, wow, and we might not get this next time we go to a road course in a few weeks. But uh, but yeah, we're going to take advantage this weekend. Yep. Not even a little. And and I, I think I'm excited, too, because you're right. This is what racing used to look like. And I'm kind of kind of curious to go back to those days of, of no actual stage break and see where we're at and how far we've come in the sport. This will be a good litmus test as far as, you know, are they making the right change by taking the stage breaks out of these road races? And then. You know, what does that mean? I, I don't know. We'll we'll find out yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, that's something that, that the fans have been calling on. I mean, it's been talked about. We talked about it last year on the show. Like, maybe on road courses, you do get rid of it just because the whole weird flipping the stage thing. And from a betting aspect, that's what screwed us more times than it hasn't is the stage is getting flipped. Then these guys get mired up in traffic. Something happens. Somebody bumps them off the course, throws off the entire race, and we continuously get screwed. So I'm hoping that this is the the gambling gods writing things for us as far as road courses go. Yeah, I mean, you put your whole mortgage on Kyle Larson and you get Dan, Daniel Suarez uh, crossing the finish line. It's yep. <laughs> not necessarily fun as a better or I mean, it's fun as a fan to watch Daniel Suarez win a race. But by the same token, it's like, look, when you know Kyle Larson is the best road racer out there, Chase Elliott's the best road racer out there. And he doesn't because he made this weird pit decision. Kills the mood. Kills yep. your buzz. Speaking of Hendrick Motorsports drivers, uh, they have set the appeal date for next Wednesday morning for Hendrick. Um, so, and, and I know a lot of people were wondering, well, why why haven't they heard the appeal this week? If it's not close to the playoffs or in the playoffs, it'll generally take two to three weeks for NASCAR to schedule out an appeal, allow both sides to collect their evidence, make their case, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. If it is close to the playoffs where it's going to be affecting the playoffs or during the playoffs, They'll hear it that week, obviously, because it's, I mean, nothing changes from anybody's strategy based on not having those points these couple weeks, even if they reinstate them or, or whatever the case might be. So it will be Wednesday morning. Uh, I haven't seen anything on the colleague appeal, so I don't know if, if that appeal will be the same day or I know they're going to, it sounds like it's going to be separate. Uh, I mean, I would assume Hendrick and, and colleagues appeals are separate. I think all the Hendrick team is all together, all four. I don't think they're having four separate appeals for each team, but but all of them will be together. So 
Uh, that will be Wednesday, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and then just announced today, Chase Elliott is actually going to join the booth uh, and, and be on for part of the race, uh, calling the race from uh, from the from the Fox booth and with them. And already previously had been announced. Uh, it's kind of a rotating cast this this week instead of having just uh, you know it's been Tony Stewart or Danica Patrick the last few weeks. Uh, Kurt Busch is going to be in the booth as well. It'd be great to see and hear from him. Uh, and uh, uh, was it Gunter Gunter Stein Steiner from uh, Haas F1? He's the team principal over there. He'll be there as well. Obviously, this is an FIA grade track. Formula One comes here. Uh, Haas is the American team, and and he's the the head guy from that. And if you've watched, oh, uh, yeah. if you've watched the F1 show uh, uh, over there, uh, gosh, why do I always forget the name of that? Drive to survive. Drive to survive. That's what it is. If you've watched that, he's quite the character there, and and pretty entertaining guy. Uh, We'll see if they have to pull out the bleep machine for him, or if he can, uh, or if he can watch his words on uh, on the broadcast TV. I, I don't know, man. Those Europeans are a lot more free with their language than over here. They may yeah, have to hit. He don't hold back on Netflix. no. Now the sensor the sensor guy may have to ride that uh, delay and that dump button very very hard in, yeah. in the booth there. Yeah, so that that'll be entertaining, but it'll be you know this will be the first. I mean, Chase Elliott hasn't had a press conference there's not been a video of him talking i mean we've not heard anything since his accident um so i mean you know and, and how much they'll address that i don't know but he's obviously one of the best if not the best road course racer in the cup series um and so to get his point of view from up in the booth will be interesting he can comment on jordan taylor who will be in his car um so that'll be fun to watch uh, but those are those are kind of the news news pieces from what's what's broken out today Crazy stuff happening as we head into the road racing weekend, the first one of the season. Again, these trucks will take the track first on Saturday, Xfinity on Saturday as well, and then, of course, the main event on Sunday. Uh, but we'll uh, I think we're ready to set up some bets. Cody, are you ready to set up some bets then? Let's do it. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll set up some bets for you for this weekend at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin. Texas, but let's not have the crickets playing. Let us do that. <laughs> that's that's what we heard from the books this was, weekend. Yeah, I was going to say that was a reaction to the books uh, truck <laughs> odds this week. <laughs> uh, instead, let's tell you about WinBet. WinBet's the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts, plus a ton of other states. The list keeps growing. Every time I open up the, the document, I have to read 16 more states gets cumbersome but good for win bet so be on the lookout for win bet the win hour each hour each thursday from 5 to 6 p.m eastern time during this magical win bet win hour marquee games of the week are going to have better odds on win bet giving you a larger payout opportunity and of course march madness going strong and there's so many ways to bet on the big dance so sign up today receive a special offer bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollars limited to state availability and of course for our DGENs only out there. If you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to winbet.com or download that WinBet app. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present. Let's never play through WinBet is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The SGP guys are heading. They're going to be hosting a Final Four watch party at the historic Ice House in Pasadena, California, happening April the 1st at 7 30 p.m. Get all the details right now at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. Are you looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? Yeah, you are. Well, you can win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang out with the guys. Contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP 15. All right. So like we said, we sifted through the rubble to find you some gems for this race. It is the Expel 2025, uh, Expel 225. It is 42 laps around this 3.41 mile road course for 143 miles. Again, uh, we talked about just road coursing in general on this truck race last year. Uh, this was a two hour and 25 minute race. The average speed of this was 64 
miles an hour. Zane Smith was the winner, beating out John Hunter Nemechek and some guy named Kyle Busch uh, for the win. There were eight cautions for 12 laps. The margin of victory was three seconds, 10 lead changes in this race. Uh, so, And then the first year that they came here was in 2021. Todd Gilliland won this race, <laughs> believe it or not. There were two cautions for two laps in this race. Margin of victory, seven seconds, uh, just under seven, just under eight seconds. Eight total lead changes, an hour and 58 minutes. Uh, they ran 41 laps on this, and uh, the average speed was 70 miles an hour. So I think we're in for a rather tame truck race if if yeah there was i think about eight overtimes last year in this race i mm-hmm. think that was part of the extended time and the the slower pace maybe but, uh yeah it was uh rather drug out there at the end and again could happen again right if you get a late race caution but i do think that this long drawn out no stage breaks is going to lead to a much much higher chance of just green flag racing at the end of this and you know, potentially Kyle Busch leading by three hours and 42 minutes like Max Verstappen. Well, put it in perspective, last season's race, uh, there was a, a caution on lap 44 out of 46, right? Uh, the the two truck got stuck in the gravel. There was one on 41. There was one on lap 35. There was one on lap 31. It just, <laughs> there's a theme yeah, here. Was, right? Every yeah, couple of exactly. laps. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, as far as the entry list goes, a uh, couple of couple of all stars in here. Alex Bowman is going to be in the seven Spire truck. That's a Hendrick prepared truck. Uh, HendrickMotorsports.com. This is the truck he raced last season uh, when he almost won this race. Uh, it was was Bowman, uh, Kyle Busch, and Stuart Friesen actually basically going three wide uh, on what the, I think it was the very last lap. And they all got together, and that allowed Zane Smith to uh, sneak through there and snag that win. But, uh, but yeah, Bowman was impressive. Samuel Lem Lemcomte is going to be starting in the eight truck for Nemco Motorsports, which is owned by Joe Nemechek, John Hunter's father. He is sixty-two years old, and he uh, is a tra- he was a Trans Am, or he is a Trans Am. Uh, racer he's never raced in nascar before in any in, in, in anything well it looks like he attempted to make one start in 2021 but he didn't make the race <laughs> yeah qualifying time was not enough so be interesting i thought that was because in- 62 years old i mean that's not a young guy you see we get that sometimes in the arca race where it's just old guys that have money that are are hanging out but uh ed jones is going to be in the 20 car uh, he's a, a, a former IndyCar guy, um, so that's kind of uh, interesting. There's a ton. I mean, just going through this list, there's a ton, a ton of of road course ringers that have signed up for the Truck Series. So nobody else really of of specific note uh, as far as those guys go. Kyle Busch in the 51, obviously, is the other guy um, that's that's making one of his his five allotted starts in that KBM truck. So very interesting. Uh, very interesting entry list this week, Rod. Well, there's 39 total trucks listed on the entry list. Uh, so three of those are going to have to sit out. Yep. Yeah, correct. So, just a matter of who's that, who that is going to be. I mean, you see names yep. like yep. Mason Massey, Mason Filippi, uh, names you don't see all the time. Dale Quarterly, right? Yep. I mean, <laughs> Colin Garrett. You got Logan Bearden. <laughs> I don't even know who some of these guys are, to be honest with you. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's a matter of just but, everybody's yeah. everybody's trying out. We'll see who makes the dance. Yep, exactly. All right, on to my first bet. Um, I know we just got done complaining about the odds, but <laughs> I I really feel like there's really good value on this one. This one was like basically the well after I wrote Kyle Busch uh, in the in the end there in the win column because I wanted to make sure spoiler alert that I got him. But uh, but Parker Kligerman, uh, I could not believe this. So for a top three, he's plus four fifty. For a top five, he's plus two twenty five. Ross Chastain's in this race too, isn't he? How do I skip over his name? Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, he's on he's it. In the forty-one. So just for sorry, I just that I just realized that as I was talking there. But anyways, <laughs> Parker Kligerman, top three, plus four fifty, top five, plus two twenty-five. Uh, again, uh, am I a Kligerman fanboy at this point? Potentially, yes. Has Kligerman won me a lot of money racing in the past? Yes, he has. 
Was he really close to me a lot more money last week before Daniel Hemrick fucked everything up? Yes. <laughs> Am I on him for the Xfinity Series race? Yes. But last season in the truck race, um, Ryan over at ifantasyrace.com, he does a really good job with uh, all kinds of statistics. He's very good at it. But he had a, a green flag speed chart from last season. Kyle Busch, fastest truck. Big surprise there. Second fastest truck, Parker Kligerman. Uh, he did not get the finish. But early on in the race, Kyle Busch took the lead on lap two, and then Kligerman was behind him, uh, you know, and then they both pitted with two or three laps to go on the stage, doing the flip in the stage thing, but would have finished second in stage one to Kyle Busch uh, because of that stupid stage flipping thing. That's where he got mired back in traffic and, and ended up with a not great finish. But we saw it later on last season um, where he went into mid-Ohio, outdueled Zane Smith there, and got the win straight up. Um, he then finished seventh at Sonoma. So you're telling me in the three road course races that he raced in, in the truck series last year, he was the second fastest car in one of them, won the other one and was seventh in the third one. And you're getting plus 225 for him to be in the top five. And maybe he sneaks into the top three at plus 450. Uh, I really like that. He also led 56 laps in that mid Ohio race. So that wasn't a fluke. I mean, he was up front most of the day and beat out Zane Smith, who is, you know, of the regulars is, is the other very good road course guy, um, as well. So I really like Parker Kligerman. I know Kyle Busch is in this race. I know Alex Bowman is in this race. I'm not as concerned with Ross Chastain. Those nice trucks just haven't seemed to have been, I mean, even a couple weeks ago when he made a start, I can't remember. I think he, maybe it was Las Vegas where he raced, whichever one it was where he started, it wasn't really that impressive, uh, and he kind of never really ran that good. So I know he won here last year in the Cup Series race, yes, but we didn't talk about him at all in the, in the Cup Series race, probably for a certain reason. Um, but Parker Kligerman, I absolutely love him, and you're getting a really good value on uh, the top three and the top five for him. So he is first up on my card. I love it. It would not be a show without a Parker Kligerman bet or four. Uh, and again, too, one more point I want to make, too. This 75 truck that he runs, it's part-time, and they only run in races where they're going to show up with a chance to win. They don't uh, – some of these part-time teams, you know, it's uh, you don't know what to expect. They specifically map out, here's the best chances we have to win, and every time Parker gets in that truck, it shows up, and it's got a chance to win. They proved that last year multiple times. Uh, I think he had another really good run at Bristol or something later on in the season as well. Uh, so so another another column in that even though it's a part-time team, part-time truck, they, they don't mess around. They specifically pick and choose where they're going. Indeed. Uh, all right, my first bet is going to be kind of the complete opposite of what I talked about in the uh, Xfinity series. This is I almost took this one too. <laughs> yeah, this goes to prove that it's not always the driver sometimes. It's just where the situation is at. This one pits Kaz Grala over Ty Majeski, and I hear you already going to yourself, wait a second, you just dogged... <laughs> Kaz Grala all day uh, on, on the Xfinity show. But I will say that the situation here is a hell of a lot different because, look, Kaz Grala, believe it or not, in the truck series on road courses, doesn't have a ton of experience. But, boy, two years ago on this track, he finished second to Todd Gilliland and, and pretty much cemented himself. He led 11 laps. That you got to have a fast truck to lead 11 laps on this and he did it in a randy young truck it wasn't it wasn't one of the big ones it wasn't one of the big names right he did it in a smaller team he, he was running the o2 truck this last time around um but i'm looking more too at cosgrala's overall uh road course uh, performances as a a truck driver he's run eight road courses has two top fives but four top 10 finishes not bad for him overall. Um, and then you look at Ty Majeski, not really experienced on road courses in the truck as well because he's not he doesn't run them all that often. The last time we were here, uh, that he was here anyways, in 2022, he finished in 30th place uh, on that track. In all the road courses that he's run, as a, he's only run four races as a truck road course racer. He has one top five and that's a top 10. So like, that's the same race that he was a top five in a top 10 truck. So it's not as if 
he has been killing it on road courses. Um, and and I mean, I got to give the edge to Kaz Grala. It's not like he's going to uh, to be a dud on this track, and I feel like he's got a much stronger chance to finish somewhere up in the top 10, whereas I don't know the time. I know Ty Majeski's done good so far this season. In fact, uh, when you look at how he's finished 6th, 5th, and 11th, but this is a road course. This is a completely different world than uh, than he's you know good at right now. So I'm going to give the edge to Kaz Grala, who... Drives better on road courses in a truck than does Ty Majeski in this one. The odds on this, minus 115 for Kaz Grala. Yeah, I, uh, so I saw this and I go, you got to be kidding me, right? Like, Ty Majeski's a really good truck driver. He's in a Thor Sport truck. I'm like, no. So I started looking and I'm like, oh boy, Kaz is, seems to be much better than Ty. I wasn't ballsy enough to put it on my, uh, on my card. He is in a, a Turner Sport truck which gives you a slight pause, but like I said, last season, he did it in a young truck. Uh, and I mean, he's not had great equipment in the truck series in the past either. His Xfinity series statistics, not as good as we talked about yesterday in the Xfinity show, but he seems to know what he's doing. wheeling these trucks around these road courses. So I'll back you on this one as well. Like I said, I, I cause I mean, it just, this is one of those where that's almost like they're maybe trying to get you like, cause you look at it and you're like, these two teams, these two names shouldn't be matched up. But it turns out Grala actually seems to be the better truck road course guy. And Majeski just doesn't have a lot of experience. Like you said, only four starts. And Grala's been hanging around for a while doing this and making starts where he can uh, and grinding. So I like it. I was, uh, next- I was gonna I was gonna use the Xfinity stats too, but I didn't want to contradict myself. <laughs> I've heard you do that, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, next bet. Uh, next up for me, a guy I haven't talked about yet, but uh, Parker Kligerman. <laughs> again, uh, this time it's Parker Kligerman over Ben Rhodes. And again, uh, not, we didn't purposely come on here to fade the Thor Sport guys, but I guess that's where we're going. Um, uh, Parker Kligerman, I've already made the case for him, right? One of the fastest trucks last year uh, and has done really well. Um, you go back to to Ben Rhodes, and it's just very inconsistent and not great on the road courses. Uh, he did win. So I say that. He did finish fourth here last year, but that was the chaotic ending, and Kligerman was running ahead of him a majority of the day. There was all the chaos at the end there, and he survived it. He made it through 67 overtimes and finished fourth. So I will give him that. But then... Uh, he was 23rd at Mid-Ohio. He did win uh, the Daytona road course in 2021, but that's, as far as road courses go, not as comparable to this type of track. Um, and then he was 10th at Coda in 21 as well, and 15th at Watkins Glen. So not saying that he's horrible on road courses at all, but Parker Kligerman seems to be more towards the elite category on road courses. And other than his one win and the fourth he kind of backed into last season, doesn't have a ton of great statistics or results for Ben Rhodes. Um, so I'm going to take Kligerman. And Kligerman actually is the favorite in this matchup at, at minus 129 on his side of things. So, uh, uh, again, I'm, I'm uh, well, besides my winner, uh, I'm, uh, my day might ride very heavily on Parker Kligerman. But I've got a lot of faith in him. Uh, he proved it to us, everybody, at Mid-Ohio last season. And what he did there, like I said, with his green flag charted speeds, was second best here only to Kyle Busch last season and the, the taking out of these stage breaks, not having to worry about flipping it, not having to worry about getting mired back in there, I think is going to make such a huge difference. I expect Parker to be running top five, top 10 all day without a bunch of traffic around him, hopefully. And it will give him that good result. And I don't have as much faith in Ben Rhodes, who again has, has had his elite peaks, right? He won the championship two seasons ago, made the final four last season again, but He's so up and down. He's almost like Joey Logano in the Cup Series. Like sometimes he shows up really good, and sometimes he just can't find the guy. Um, and so I think with Kligerman's ability to to perform well on these and most con- mostly consistency. Again, he didn't have a great finish here last season, sliding back at the end with a wreck. But for a majority of the time, he has been running up top and finishing well at the road courses. So going to continue to ride the Kligerman train over Ben Rhodes at minus one twenty nine. Yeah, and really the thing is, is that Ben Rhodes has been on a hot streak. So I think the books are hoping that he, that people see the eleventh place in Daytona, the third place in Vegas, the fifth place in Atlanta, and grab that side of it because Kligerman obviously 
not a not a full he is a full no he's not a full-time no, trucker. he's full-time in xfinity, xfinity but not yeah. now this is that part-time yeah. in the truck series so and it's uh i mean uh, again this could be where you know because it you know just average joe is looking at this and they're thinking well ben Rhodes won the championship two years ago he's on thor sport one of the best ones look at the start to the season and parker clickerman's running for a part-time team and, and so i think they're trying to get bait people into betting on ben Rhodes, basically and if you look at the numbers it leans pretty good in into Kligerman's favor. Yes, it does. Uh, all right. Another driver I would like you to cheer for is Christian Eckes. His top five odds are about as juicy as they come. Most of these other top five odds are just, I, I don't, they're just so gross. But I, I dug down and I found Christian Eckes at plus 400 uh, as a top five truck on this track in this race. Look, the first year he was out on this track, the first year anybody was out on this track, uh, he suffered a suspension problem, knocked him out of the race. He started 10th uh, in that race, so he obviously had speed, right? He obviously was a, a fast truck, and if you start in the top 10, you can find your way into the top five. Uh, but it's just, like I said, a suspension problem broke him out uh, later. But the, the next time they were out on this track, he had a sixth-place finish uh, altogether. So, I mean, look, for me, Christian Eckes is, is one of those drivers where I'm cheering for him uh, almost every single week, uh, and and I, I do enjoy watching him. He was a top five truck at Mid-Ohio last season in 2022. Um, on his two Daytona road course races, he's had a 12th place finish and a 10th place finish around that top five area. This season, uh, he's been spectacular. He started out with a third place in Daytona, a sixth place in Vegas, and a first place in Atlanta, obviously winning that race uh, last week, or uh, yeah, uh, last time out in Atlanta. So here's the thing. You got a truck driver on a hot streak on a track that he actually just finished outside of the top five in last time he was out here. He's a, he's a decent enough road course racer. He's still young, so he doesn't know what he doesn't know. Um, I like the odds on this one, especially because of four to one. Some of the other ones up there, I can't make as strong a case for as I can for Christian Eckes. And I think uh, you're going to be seeing that truck right around the front and and really just jockey for position with uh, some of these other guys that are going to be out here. We talked a lot about Kyle Busch being out there and, you know, Ross Chastain and, you know, the, these these cards that we have are missing these drivers. But at the same time, you know, I, I think it's it's a matter of we're trying to find value and the value is now in these these full-time drivers to score positional or even head-to-head um, uh, wins. So, like I said, I like the 4-1 to angle. I like the fact that Christian Eckes has enough uh, juice at uh, at road courses to get this done. So, give me him as a top-five truck this week. Yeah, I really like this one as well. And, I mean, I don't think it's any spoiler, but I'm going to be loading up on Kyle Busch to win this race. I think that throwing some of these top-five darts out here is a good way to, A, hedge in case... There is chaos at the end in case Kyle Busch gets wrecked out or Alex Bowman or Zane Smith. But these guys also could just be up there competing for these top fives as well. Uh, Eckes, again, musical chairs stopped in the silly season and he was left without a seat. And then it fell into place for him to, to jump into this car or truck rather. But, it, you know, a big step down from the Thor Sport truck. But he has started the season hot. He's out to prove something. Got the win last week in Atlanta. Uh, and then you go back in this truck last season and Derek Krause, who is mostly known for just crashing a lot, uh, it had really good runs on some of these road courses. I mean, a 12th at Circuit of the Americas, 8th at Mid-Ohio. Um, he wrecked out at Sonoma. But but he he was able to do good enough in this truck that I think that Eckes can take it to a next level uh, and could easily get into the top five in this one. So I like it. Um, I might have stole one out of your playbook to, on this next one, but I took our favorite Canadian driver, Stuart Friesen, for a top five, also plus 400. Um, again, the guys at the very top of this, like I just mentioned, Kyle Busch is like minus 500 for a top five. So it's it's pretty hard to bet on on some of the very top dogs on these, but there is some good enough value on these types of guys uh, like Stuart Friesen. Like I talked about at the top, at the end of the race last season, it was Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, and Stuart Friesen that were battling it, going back and forth, exchanging the lead late. Um, and he looked pretty good. He ended up finishing ninth after after getting in that last lap uh, contact, but he was in second place with two laps to go uh, before all of that happened. 
Uh, 31st place at Sonoma. He ended up getting wrecked out in that one, uh, but come back at Mid-Ohio, and he finished fourth there. So, again, two of the three road courses last season, he was in the top five with two laps to go or less. So you're giving me that at four to one. I will take it on Stuart Friesen. Uh, again, you don't gotta you don't gotta sell me on Stuart Friesen. I'm I'm good, and especially like at four to one, that's you know I, I like him as a top five truck. I like him as a truck. I like him as a human being. So uh, love me some Stuart Friesen. Uh, all right. Well, my next bet is going to be. I know we said we didn't load our cards with these regulars in the the Cup Series and Xfinity Series regular, but I saw this one. And, and I saw the price. The price is really what enticed me to get this one over because this should be, this shouldn't be at minus 120. And this is Ross Chastain over Corey Heim. I mean, honestly, I don't really care what you put Ross Chastain in. He's going to drive the wheels off of that, right? He's in a nice truck right now. It's not bad. That 41's not a bad truck. Uh, and and I, I have every faith that he is going to drive the hell out of that car. And look, or that truck rather. And for Corey Heim, it's just, it, this is like, it, it doesn't make any sense. You know, you got Ross Chastain. I don't even have to tell you if you are a NASCAR better at all, how successful Ross Chastain has been over the last few, uh, couple of seasons. And of course, last season in particular with road courses, with anything you put him in, right? So does that translate to the truck? Nah, the, the, the type of, of vehicle that he's driving changes, but his driving style doesn't. And he's been so aggressive and so good that I can't see a guy like Corey Heim, who in his, his truck career has only made two road course starts and doesn't even have a top 10 to show for it. So, you know, this is this is almost not even fair to have this type of matchup and not to even have it juiced to the point where I don't feel like taking it. Because, you know, you look at uh, Ross Chastain's truck career, he's got three starts, all three in the top 10, with one as a top five finish as well. So, I mean, like I said, with Ross Chastain, he's going to drive whatever you put in front of him, and he's going to drive it well. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't see it pan out earlier in the season uh, in, in the Xfinity series for him. But, again, you know, this is a road course. This is a much different situation. No stage breaks. So if he puts himself in the front, Corey Heim's not going to get up there. I know Corey Heim has actually started the season uh, relatively well for Corey Heim's standards. Uh, but by and large, like I said, this is Ross Chastain. You know, you kind of can't count him out. Corey Heim, two top 10 finishes, one top five so far this season. Unfortunately, wrecked out of Atlanta. Um, but that's really what I think the books are looking for you to do and say, well, this is Corey Heim. He's got two top 10 finishes, one top five. He's a truck series regular. And here's Ross Chastain in a lower truck, right? I mean, Corey Heim's in a Gilliland truck. So it's kind of, I don't want to say it's equal equipment, but it's not, it's not top of the line. Um, by any means. Yeah, I, I think that I, I think this would be a pretty fair matchup on an oval. I, I think that this would be a good one to take because you know, Jaime is. I think that the those DGR or Tricon Garage now t trucks are pretty good. And Jaime, I mean, was very impressive last season. Won the Rookie of the Year on the part time schedule in the KBM trucks. But like you said, in his two road course starts, an 18th place and a 26th place in the top of the line equipment, KBM trucks. Like it doesn't kit any better than that. Um, and so just his lack of experience and his lack of, of being able to do too much. Uh, you look at this and you think it is, is a pretty solid matchup, but then you kind of dig into it. And, and Ross Chastain, I think is definitely the way to go. Um, if you, if you're picking sides on this one, so I'll, I'll back you on this one as well. Yeah. And again, it's not to pick on any particular person, but, and, and, and obviously Ross Chastain can come out and not have himself a good day, get caught up in something or, or whatever. But I mean, I, if all things are considered equal, if it's, if it's me on the court with like, I don't want to say Michael Jordan cause Michael Jordan's too, too good. If it's me on the court with like Dennis Rodman, I know Dennis Rodman's going to take me to, to school, right? It, that's just the way it is. Um, so I, I just feel like that's kind of the matchup we got going on here kind of a, a guy, an up-and-comer versus somebody that's already well-established, and I'll take the well-established guy. Hard-working guys who aren't afraid to get dirty. I think Ross Chastain and Dennis Rodman's a fairly good comparison. That would be, that'd be, I'd like to watch that one-on-one -on -one matchup. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, all right, well, we're going to set up our winners, which, again, I think you already know. And, and honestly, before we even get to the winners, I definitely co-sign with who, who Cody's about to say because, Obviously, it's almost you can't not 
right? And we'll we'll talk about it when we come back from the break. But um, yeah, it's just <laughs> this is going to be one of those races. I have a feeling, but we'll talk about that when we come back. But first, let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. P.N. And hello to all of you out here who have been watching us on YouTube for the last week and a half or so. Amazing to see that you guys are watching and watching almost the whole thing. How crazy is that for you guys to sit here and watch us for an hour, at least put us on and uh, and promptly ignore the video, but keep the audio on. I don't care how you consume this. Uh, just keep consuming it. We love you for it. And while you're at it, Go ahead and give us the old like, give us the old follow, give us the old comment, and uh, obviously click the bell so you know when new videos come out and when we're live again. Uh, So keep that YouTube presence growing strong. And also, for those of you who are listening, the ROG downloaders that are listening on whatever uh, podcast app you get your podcast on, don't be afraid to leave us a review. The bosses love to see a uh, little behind the scenes. We have a specific channel in our in our communications uh, software that we use that pops up when a review comes up, and the bosses absolutely take note and pay attention to that channel. Anytime you leave a review for us, it shows up. The bosses see it. They like us. They continue to let us do this for you and to bring you all the quality content we've given you over the last couple of seasons. We just want to do it more. And a review, a little review, five minutes out of your time, out of your day, helps us to continue that process. So please do that. All right. I have uh, thoroughly exhausted my uh, pleas for everybody's uh, adoration. Uh, and now it's time to get to some actual winning bets. So, Cody, who's going to win this race? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's not even close. It's Kyle Busch is going to win this race. Again, we've talked about it all week. We we don't generally go very chalky and just pick the winners and the guys up front. And, and you know, sometimes, man, only plus 150 is not that great. I think you're getting a hell of a deal. I would have taken this at, at minus 150. And I think after practice, after qualifying, when he's the fastest truck, and he's killing everyone else, it's going to switch to minus 150, minus 200 before the race. So get in early, get in big. I am loading up. This might potentially be the biggest bet that I placed this season. I have that much faith in it. Again, it is gambling for a reason. Anything can happen. He's not, you know, he's not, uh, whatever, adverse to getting a flat tire or speeding on pit road. We've seen him do it. It, there are things that can happen. He can get caught up in a wreck. He didn't win this race last season, but I think a big part of that was the no, the the stage cautions, the flipping, keeping the field packed up and stuff. You're probably still going to get some cautions here. We just went through the list, and there's a lot of guys who aren't experienced in the truck series, guys we've never even heard of before attempting to make this race. So you'll likely have some of that, but I don't think that I think that it's going to get spread out so much at points that it's going to be pretty clean racing. Uh, he's going to have the best truck in the field. We were concerned coming into the season. KBM, the switch to Chevy, was the budget going to get cut? Is KBM not what it is? They proved us wrong immediately. They've looked good since day one, since the drop of the green flag. Kyle came out in the first truck series race. Uh, where was that one? Was That that was Vegas, right? Because he, he ran all three of them there and just dominated the thing, won the race, never looked back. And I think that it's going to be the same thing here, especially with it being on a road course. Um, again, so last season he led 31 laps here, uh, was the fastest truck on the, the green flag speed from the I fantasy racing thing. Uh, and then he also raced in the Sonoma race, waxed the field in that race as well. Going back, he hasn't run the truck series very much on road courses, but you go back to Xfinity, his last two starts there in Xfinity, on road courses were both in 2021 where he won here at Coda, won at Road America as well. You put him on an oval, there's a lot of things that can happen. There's a lot of different tracks and stuff or, or different people on the track that are are in the way more and stuff. And it at least somewhat brings the field back to him a little bit, right? But 
you put him out here on a road course and let him loose. He's a very good road course driver. He, he's pumped up for this season. He's having a good time. Just announced today he's going to be running some more dirt late model stuff, stuff Joe Gibbs wouldn't let him do. He, he's he's free reign now. And a happy Kyle Busch, that's a guy you want to get behind. I think that especially if there's – I mean, again, if there's that late race caution, guys can play dirty. They can wreck him out to win. Like we had, we saw last year, they, they weren't going to be able to beat him without making the contact. They did it and were able to beat him that way. But he is the best driver in this field, hands down. It's not even close. Um, and I think there's a couple of ways to hedge a little bit just in case something does happen. But if Kyle Busch doesn't lead probably almost every lap in this race other than on pit cycles, I would be very surprised. And if we get a long green flag run at the end, Kyle Busch could win this race by 40 or 50 seconds. And it wouldn't even be that much of a surprise, I don't think, at all. So I, I'm all aboard the Kyle Busch train in the truck series this weekend. You know, you talked about a happy Kyle Busch. A happy Kyle Busch is probably just as lethal, if not more, than a pissed-off Kyle Busch. Like, we talked a lot right. about a pissed-off <laughs> Kyle Busch last year being dangerous. But, I mean, a happy Kyle Busch, that's almost just as scary because he's actually happy. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you, you get him pissed off, and he's turned that pissed off into happiness now because things are going his direction. And he wants to keep that going and continue to prove to people that JGR didn't make him. He he is his own and he's the best. And I mean, you know, he owns these these KBM trucks. He likes to get down and and show everybody, uh, you know, that he's the best. And uh, again, it's a tough field. And I think Bowman will give him a, a little bit of a run. He proved last year he could be good on this track. Zane Smith is always good on the road courses. Again, Parker Kligerman, who I talked about, I think is going to be good as well. But nobody touches Kyle Busch. And if there's not that late race caution that could throw that wrench in everything, Kyle Busch will run away with it. Um, and then I'm also going to sprinkle. I, I had to do it, right? Parker Kligerman, he's 18 to 1. Uh, I'm going to put him in there as an insurance policy. And then I think that on top of that, you pick Zane Smith and Alex Bowman are tied for the second best odds at 6 to 1. Honestly, I don't, I don't see anybody but those three winning this race whether it's Kyle Busch whether it's Alex Bowman whether it's Zane Smith again I'll make the case for Parker Kligerman but I think that some things are really going to have to fall his way to actually win it um, and so I think that you bet Kyle Busch you pick your poison between Zane Smith between Alex Bowman and you know you use them as your insurance policy um, but but Kyle Busch for me that's uh, again I'm loading up on this one and then Parker Kligerman 18 to 1 will be my insurance policy and if I had to pick between Bowman and Smith, I would pick the guy that you picked, Rod, which is Zane Smith. I'm giving you Zane Smith, who is my insurance policy on this one. The only truck driver on this list that has dueled out Kyle Busch for a win on this track. Uh, he's at plus 600 right now. He's at six to one. Shop around. I mean, that number was a little bit uh, there for me as well. Uh, I did find it at five to one, but six to one is where I found it so far. Um, but I talked about it. He's the only one to have beaten Kyle Busch on this track. Whatever the circumstances were at the drop of the checkered flag, it was Zane Smith that won this race. In fact, Zane Smith actually won both stages of this race. And again, with Kyle Busch in the field, you know, I know they flipped it around or whatever, yeah, but he still Kyle Busch was leading at the end of both those well, stages. I but, get that, yeah, but he still he won both stage. stages. <laughs> it doesn't, they don't ask how, they just ask how many. <laughs> Right. So with this being said, he led 11 laps total, um, including the last uh, two to win this race. I know Kyle Busch had won this, uh, had led the 17 before that. Uh, but, you know, again, they don't ask how. And, and if, I'm telling you right now, if it comes down to a blown tire for Kyle Busch, if it comes down to something of, of a catastrophe or a drivetrain breaks or you know, uh, a superhero comes down and shoots laser beams at Kyle Busch's truck and takes him off the track. I think Zane Smith is going to be in the beneficiary seat of that, if not second and maybe third or battling for second or whatever. You know, I mean, this is going to be like he was last year. Exactly. Exact, exact same thing. He was sitting right there waiting and got, you know, he made the move at the right time. Yeah. And I'm just saying, you know, we, we always want something to cheer for in the middle of the pack and, you know, if this does turn into a F1 style thing, well, they can have power outages in F1 too. They can have a battery going down. They can, you know, something wonky could happen. 
and and then their day is even over. Even Max Verstappen has engine trouble sometimes. Even Max Verstappen <laughs> figured, try, where's that vibration coming from? Uh, but for Zane Smith, look, he's had seven road course races as a truck driver. That win that he had last season here, he's got five top tens, three top fives, um, and, and so he's a very well-established road course racer in the truck series. And again, if there's anybody that can do it, if there's anybody that can try to break through, um, I, I have a very strong feeling that Zane Smith is going to be um, that truck. And and just like Cody said, it's it's just a matter of you pick who you think is going to be out of it. He's he's off to a pretty damn good start this season, right? He won at Daytona, second at Las Vegas. Unfortunately, did not get to uh, to really have a good Atlanta day. Uh, he finished twentieth after starting from the pole there in Atlanta. Um, but we know Zane Smith, the champion, is is a solid truck driver. He came back this season looking every bit the part of the champion, and you know if anybody's going to give Kyle Busch a run for his money, I think it's the returning champion. And at six to one. Much better than plus one fifty for Kyle Busch, which we know, you know, like I said, is not a bad bet at one at plus one fifty. The fact that he's even plus money to win is is insane. So you need to go take that now. But um, yeah. you know, we'll see. We'll see once qualifying and and practices and all that stuff happen. But if Zane Smith looks good in qualifying, I'm definitely thinking a, a good six to one bet on him is worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's a lot you can learn from this, right? Kyle Busch obviously is is very much the favorite. So the books agree he's probably going to have the best truck. He's probably going to dominate the day. Zane Smith then right behind him isn't at only plus 300 where it's like, eh, it's probably not enough to use him as an insurance policy, quote unquote. But at plus 600, you can use that as that's still a decent day. Maybe you won't make up, you know, depending on how much you put on Kyle Busch, but it'll at least salvage the day or whatever. So, you know, plan that out accordingly based on on how you want it to hit. But uh, I think the gap there shows that how much better Kyle Busch is going to be than everyone else. Like I said, he's minus, it's backwards, I think, but minus 500, minus 300 for the top fives, for the top threes. They think he's going to be up there. And But like we saw last season in this very race, Kyle Busch, despite having the best truck, Zane Smith was there at the right time. I think he will be there again if anything bad does happen to Bush. And like I said, he could get busted speeding. He could get, I mean, you heard Richard Childers come on the radio last week at Atlanta and say, don't get caught speeding because that is a, you know, Kyle Bush, Brad Keselowski, those two guys always come to mind when it's guys that are speeding because they push it so much. But I do think that Zane Smith is, is that perfect insurance policy and you're getting him at a good enough price that it makes sense to just go ahead and bet both of those guys toss a little bit on Parker just in case shit gets crazy. But uh, yeah, I, I think, man, I, I really think, and then this no stage caution thing, that is such a huge advantage for Kyle. And if you think about it, if this really does go green, first of all, you've got Kyle Busch, who is already Kyle Busch. He's in a KBM truck, the best truck out there. Uh, he knows how to make pit stops. He's made so many pit stops in his life. So a live green flag pit stop. We don't see those a ton from truck series guys. So Guy, other guys making mistakes coming onto pit road, all of that stuff. You have these pit crews, Kyle Busch. He's got a pretty dang good pit crew on his truck. Some of these other teams, yeah, they're using a lot of cup crews, but not everybody's got top of the line stuff as well. So I, I think that all of this stuff together, not having to worry about the flip stages and getting bun, bun, bunched up in a restart, you know, after stage two, or he, he's back in 12th because he, he pitted and didn't take the, you know, everything. It, it just, Everything, I think, lines up perfectly for Kyle Busch to just go out there and knock him down. And, and I think we're going to look back and be like, wow, we got that at plus 150. Like, what a hell of a deal we got because it's going to be just not even that close. Yeah, and you got to keep in mind, too, that on these road courses, a full course caution takes a very big wreck to happen. You know, you, you're just going to get a, a section caution that slows down that little section. But a full course caution... That's hard to get on a road course, especially like uh, the Circuit of the Americas where there's a lot of playing yeah, and, field. You know, guys spin out and stuff in a, on a oval that's an immediate caution. And here it's going to be, you know, they're going to give them time, see if they can get things going as long as there's not debris or cardboard on the track. And NASCAR is, I mean, especially after last week where there were so many cautions, I think they're going to be a little less touchy on the caution button. Maybe towards the end of the race they get there just because they want some drama. But, but with as long as it takes... They've obviously already eliminated the built-in cautions for a specific reason because it takes a half hour 
to get to go under caution flag basically so i think that it's going to be a lot of green flag stuff and that just benefits all these guys at the top that's why we've got the bets on kyle that's why we've got the bets on on all of these very very top guys wish they'd give us over under on cautions uh what would what would you set the number at cody i i think mine would be about three for the truck race for the truck yeah honestly man uh, some of the inexperience in this field maybe leads to more but i don't know i think they're going to get so spread out that you're not going to have a bunch of guys banging into each other i think we see under you said three and a half i said three and a half i would take the under Okay. I think it's going to be two or less. Let's put that as an unofficial bet over under cautions. And we'll we're going to make our own. If you won't give us anything, we'll just, yeah, just back to, back to the books. I mean, there's only like two group matchups. There's only a handful of head to heads. There's some top fives, but I mean like Kyle Bush minus, you know, minus 500. There's nothing. There's no manufacturer bets, no winning car number bets, nothing of any, Oh, man, it just it sucks. We found some good stuff. And once you know, when you hit big on Kyle Bush at plus 150, whatever, we'll take it. It's if you invest enough, it'll make the day worth it. But it, it sucks that there's not at least more options. Give us something to choose from, Rod. Should we should we throw a couple of Discord special uh merch bets? Ooh. I mean, let me let me workshop that and see what the bosses think. I think maybe we'll throw a a, a you can win some merch or at least a merch card. Uh, we'll, we'll make our own. We keep we keep teasing a, about our own book. Maybe we should put go. our money where our mouths are. Okay, keep keep uh, keep an eye peeled out in the Discord. Um, you you may get a special uh, contest that we can come up with a couple of good bets to to yeah. make it better. Yeah, and if if you're not in the Discord, get in there. Um, we've we've had a bunch of people joining this week and, and getting in there. Get some more full. Get a lot of questions. Again, get in early on. It didn't drop much, but if if you were in there, you got Kyle Bush at plus 155 earlier this week. It hasn't dropped a ton, but there's been some other things where we've seen some pretty drastic line movement. Guys get in on it early. Guys will bring out, you know, again, not everybody has access to all these books, different states. We've got some guys from Canada. They've got different options up there. And so, you know, throw out what your options are and we can help you, you know, why we like these guys and everything. Uh, we love to do that as well. So, it's a great place. You can learn from other guys and their strategies and and everything. So you definitely want to be in there. And now maybe you got an opportunity to uh, to get your picks in and, and win some merch. It's a hopping, hopping party, and we love it. Um, all right, time to get out your pen and paper. We are going to go over the bets, the abbreviated betting card for the Truck Series for the uh, Expel 225, which is not 225 miles, but whatever. All right, Cody started you out with Parker Kligerman as a top three truck. At pl- I'm getting better at saying his name because you've been tossing it in the sheet so much, so I, I love it. Uh, Parker Kligerman at top three at plus 450, a top five at plus 225. I gave you Kaz Grala over Ty Majeski at minus 115. Cody gave you Kligerman over Ben Rhodes at minus 129. I tossed in Christian Eckes as a top five truck at plus 400. Cody said Stuart Friesen was going to be a top five truck at plus 400. And then I said uh, that Ross Chastain was going to have a better finish on the day than Corey Heim at minus 120. And then Cody's throwing everything he's got and whatever you've got at Kyle Busch to win at plus 150. And then sprinkling a little bit on top with Parker Kligerman at 18 to 1. I am giving you Zane Smith as the insurance policy of all insurance policies at plus 600. We've yet to handicap the over-under cautions at three, and I think that's minus 110. So over-under, three and a half cautions, minus 110. Go ahead and hit us up. We'll we'll place that bet for you. We'll, we'll be your bookie uh, on that one. I'm just kidding. Uh, so anyways, those are the bets for the Expel 225. Cody, I'm going to enjoy watching this race more than I'm going to enjoy betting on it, but uh, that's neither here nor there, I guess, right? <laughs> Well, it's going to be great watching Kyle Busch run away and uh, cash an easy ticket for us. Hey, might as well, right? Might as well have one uh, easy, you know, easy win on the weekend. Sometimes it just, and we talk about this a lot on the F1 Gambling Podcast, uh, plug for that, go check that out. But sometimes, you know, you just have to lay the juice. Sometimes things are are so obvious, you just have to take what's obvious. And it's not that way every week in the truck series. And, you know, we, we hit some big ones in the trucks before. We're going to hit some more big ones in the trucks. It's not always predictable, but sometimes 
you just have to bite the chalk. Sometimes the most obvious play is the best play. And that's why, I mean, that's why we're being transparent. We're being honest with you this week. There's not a ton of great options. Here's the best options we found. Some of them are chalky, but again, if the ticket cashes, who the hell cares how much it tastes like chalk. And this is the week that we pump all this up and then Kyle Bush's truck just uh, and then all hell breaks loose and goes to hell. The 62 year old guy that's never started in the truck series wins the race. Wow. That's a story right yeah, that's, there. I, that's, that would be a story, but I think every truck would have to have like bombs take it out or something for that to happen. Probably. I'm telling but, you, uh, watch Cars 2. <laughs> it's the same plot line. That camera blows up all those ty- all those uh, engines because of all in all. Whatever. All right, Cody, oh. before we before we completely go into Mater mode, uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media and we'll wrap up this episode. Yep, find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, jump in the Discord again. You can type in sg.pn slash Discord. That's a quick way to get you over there. Otherwise, hit us up. On Twitter, we'll uh, we'll share that link with you. Comment on the YouTube. We even had somebody do that uh, yesterday. Shared the Discord with them. They got in there. Great. So, uh, yeah, love to see you. Love to chat with you over there. So, uh, hop in. Indeed. Like I said, it's a hopping party, man, and it's just getting so much better, especially with all of you YouTube folks coming on and, uh, and joining us as well. Uh, we, we've enjoyed having you. We're enjoying this whole process now. Season 2 has gotten so much more exciting uh, than just us sitting here staring at each other's face for a while. Uh, now we've got more and more people growing in the family. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, the back roads going on without me this week. But, uh, you know, they'll come back again. Uh, but, yeah, come back tomorrow. We got some DFS talk for you, and uh, we'll wrap up the week that way. So we'll uh, see you tomorrow. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride.